Hi everybody, the episode that you're about to listen to has been available for about a week now. Of course, it's only available on patreon.com slash rundownwrestling, but yeah, why didn't, why haven't signed up yet? And why didn't you listen to this a week ago? I mean, I just got one thing to ask you. Shut the fuck up, cunt. What the fuck is wrong? Get your finger out my butter and just run along. It's your mum you need to cuddle from. You don't belong inside the dungeon that I'm coming from. Fuck it, you'll find a bunch of needles in my cupboard. Cause I've been keeping evil as a puppet. Motherfucker subject, don't talk about a brother cunt in public. And switch like I'm drugged up and bump another subject. And I ain't give a fuck, I never have. I'll chuck your nuts off and stuff them in a motherfucking level bag. Slap I can't lie, that's my favorite sound. I'll say it out loud, I hate you that you make it bow. Welcome everybody to another edition of A Spot of NXT UK. It is the May 26th episode of NXT UK. Annie welcomes us to the BT Sports Studio, and he asks Nigel while he, why he is truling, and it's because Charlie Dempsey's fighting a kid tonight. Apparently, Nigel's a big fan. But first, Gallus music plays as Mark Coffey arrives. Joe is, of course, not here, as he is currently trying to get his shit together. And he is taking on Saxon Huxley. They tie up and slap tits, and then tie up again. Coffee gets an uppercut, and then an arm drag, and transitions into an arm bar. Saxon thrusts his dick into Coffee's face and knees him in the gut. I don't know that it's always a good idea to just dip your dick in a coffee. I mean, you should probably check the temperature first. If you are checking the temperature with your dick... Also not wise. Elbow drop leads to a two. Huxley puts on a neck crank. (laughs) Both men try to close on each other, but neither move. Coffee picks up Saxon and drops him on his back. Coffee clotheslines Saxon and hits him with an axe handle and then a spin kick. This gets a two. Saxon hits a choke bomb for two. Coffee gets a back body drop and a sliding D and gets the win? Off that? I wasn't expecting that to be the finish, but it was. I guess I can't complain too much because I'm not a fan of Saxon Huxley, so any time that the match can go a little shorter, I'm cool with it. <sighs> Mark Coffey is definitely a tag team guy, and this match felt like it. He didn't, he didn't feel like he had that presence to be a singles guy. Of course, he's against Saxon Huxley, who also doesn't have the presence to even be a wrestler, so I guess there's that. An Ivy Nile promo video plays. Anyone else erect? Huh? Can't just be me. Okay, moving on. Sam Gradwell is watching Von Wagner's match. He says he's not scared of Von Wagner. Wagner is shown watching Sam Gradwell's match. He says he does his talking in the ring because he can't talk outside of it. There's a lot of build-up for this match. A lot of build-up for it. And I don't care. I don't like Von Wagner. Uh, I don't think he's very good. He has definitely gotten better. But he's still not very good. And Sam Gradwell kind of licked my balls, so... 
Amelia McKenzie arrives. Oh shit, she's about to lose Lash Legend, isn't she? Two creeps and a clap, it's Lash Legend. Match starts with Amelia trying to buttfuck Lash. She drops Amelia with a shoulder block, and Lash chucks Amelia from one corner to the other. I swear I mentioned this before, didn't I? I had to have, right? That this is the spot that we just keep doing in all these matches like this? The crowd chants, you suck, which is a very out-of-character chant for the crowd because they normally sing bullshit, but they're just straight-up chanting, you suck. Lash is just tossing Amelia off here. Legend hits some kicks and then a dumb shit elbow drop. I call it a dumb shit elbow drop because she does a little fucking dumb dance before it. I guess it gets heat. So, Amelia tries a crossbody Lash, but she catches her and shakes her head into the ropes before hitting a sack of shit suplex. It doesn't look good. Unless you are thrusting her head down into the ropes and taking the time to like show that you're coming back up, just like jiggling her around the ro- the ring ropes doesn't look good. Amelia comes out swinging, but Lash sidewalk slams her, and she gets a two count. Lash picks her up in an Argentine backbreaker. Amelia manages to escape and eats a body slam for her efforts. Lash misses an elbow drop and gets hit by a running clothesline, and Mackenzie hits a crossroads, which Lash doesn't know how to sell, and she kind of stumbles. Millie blasts her with a tope on the outside. Amelia crossbodies her from the top rope for two, and Lash fights off the suplex and gets speared for another two count. Mackenzie avoids the corner strike and goes for the top ropes. She proceeds to flip down, but Lash wasn't in position so then she has to take two steps towards Lash in order to get hit by the big boot. And Lash Legend wins. If Lash was in position and booted her as soon as her feet touched the ground, this would have been a really good ending. But because of the fact that there was that hesitation and Amelia going, you bitch, now I have to look like an idiot because you're not ready, it took away from it a little bit. Lash Legend... She's getting better. There's progression there. But there's still something more that I need from her. And I don't know. Uh, Now, obviously, this was recorded before the uh, episode of NXT 2.0 that premiered two days ago. So Lash also fights on there, but of course it's like a full two weeks after this match if you can understand the time stream. So we'll see if Lash is better in that match than she is in this one. Because this one, she was just okay. Which is an upgrade from her being god-awful, which is what she was before. Kenny Williams is talking to two dudes in regards to Tiger Tehran when Mark Andrews comes up and spooks him. Williams and Andrew argue because they have a match next week. Shaw Samuels arrives. He has Noam Dar with him, because that's what your champion is doing right now. Running around following an idiot. Damon Kemp's arrive. Damon Kemp arrives. They tie up to start, and Kemp escapes the wrist lock and gets a takedown. They tumble around on the ground, and Kemp drops him with a suplex. Kemp body slams Shaw as Noam Dar is openly drinking at ringside. He's drinking out of a flask at ringside. He is drunk on the job. Samuels pops Kemp in the mouth, then clotheslines him down. 
Shaw gets his corkscrew leg hit, then covers count for two. Shaw then asks for a drink, but Shaw is pissed because the flask is empty. Samuels elbow drops Kemp and splashes him from the second ropes for two. Shaw gets on an arm crank, but Kemp fights back and then gets put down with a boot. Shaw misses a top rope elbow drop, and Kemp firemans Shaw. Two belly-to-belly suplexes, and Kemp hits a running shoulder tackle. He front rolls Shaw, and Noam distracts Damon. So Shaw hits a spine buster and gets the win? Wow, they had one of their NXT 2.0 guys lose. That's interesting. Of the people, I'm fine with this one being the one who lost. Uh, also, kind of proved Shaw right that Damon Kemp would be the least successful of the guys. So, that's an interesting route to go on this one. Obviously, this is probably not over, sadly. But, I guess we'll see. I mean, this should probably be Noam Dar versus Kemp. But I guess if you if it ends with Kemp winning, you can't really have the Heritage Cup champion lose to him. Because then Damon would take that trophy back to America, I guess. Match is fine. Kemp, uh, he's progressing. Not really much else to say other than that. I do like his style. It still is heavily rooted in the amateur wrestling background that he has. So, yeah. I, uh, I was okay with it. It's just fine. We get a video to hype up the triple threat tag team match. Trent says that they should focus on the, on the D family. And Tyler informs him that it's D-Familia. The eye sees everything, but it, it will see Ollie and Ashen beating their asses. Good promos. Good good uh, build for the match. It's, uh, it's one that I'm anticipating is going to be really good. It's three teams that are very hype. And, yeah, it might be the first time that uh, we get a title change on this version of a spot of NXT. So, that's also something I'm looking forward to because Noam Dar's never defending that fucking thing. Damon Kemp is talked to by Wolfgang, who tells him that if he wants to win, he has to do things the Glasgow way. Alright, so now Damon Kemp is in two different factions. He's a member of Gallus, and he's a member of the Diamond Mine. Sure thing. A-Kid arrives for his Heritage Cup rules match. And Charlie Dempsey is out next. Of course, you know the rest of D Familia is not allowed out here tonight. Of course, if that follows the rules of last week, that's not going to matter that much. They type to start and remember that this is a uh, max of six rounds. So each round is two minutes, I think. Two minutes? Yeah. And the first person to two pinfalls wins the match. If it gets to the end of the six rounds, whoever is ahead, which I guess would only be if you're one or nothing, is the winner, and if you're tied, then I guess you're fucked. Dempsey works over the neck, but uh, he Kid gets out of it and pulls back the arms. They continue to work various holds, and Dempsey's, Dempsey torques back the arm and gets in a reverse STU. Kid gets out and hits a drop kick and gets a two. Kid goes for a sleeper, but Charlie fights out of it. The first run ends without a fall. I don't know. I, I guess having the match or the, the rounds be that short 
gives it kind of a sense of urgency. I'm not, I'm not sold on these rules, uh, the like the British rounds rules, but it yeah it does it gives you like a sense of like they have very little time and Nigel does a good job of putting it over as like every time that they go to their corners and like get a little rest it can sometimes make it so that their like adrenaline will dip and then you you might come out the next round and not have as much like energy as the last one so you know round two starts with a tie up Dempsey hits his shoulder and then Kid launches him down with an arm drag. Dempsey works the neck again and Kid gets a sleeper in and transitions to a crucifix and then a roll up for two. Dempsey mounts Kid tip to tip for a two. They continue to work a very slow methodical pace as round two ends with Dempsey hitting a backbreaker. So the first two rounds were very much like the feeling each other out, like working submissions to try to get the the submission victory and like just kind of uh this is a slow build match is what i'm trying to get to kid locks in a heel hook at the start of round three but dempsey gets one on himself and they slap each other around both men grab the ropes and they stand up dempsey chops the shit out of kid and gets a two charlie then hits an uppercut for a two kid off the ropes and both men try for pinfalls Dempsey hits a bridging German for two. Dempsey then pulls back the leg and the neck in a bow and arrow, and A-Kid is forced to tap, which gives Dempsey the first fall. After a fall, the the round is immediately over, so we're not, you know, having anything like that. Round four starts, and Kid slaps Charlie, but he grabs a leg and hits Dragon Screw. They trade punches, and Kid hits a bridging Northern Lights for two. Kid is going to need to tie things up, of course, before the end of the round six, or he will lose the match. Kid locks into sleeper hold and switches to a guillotine. And Dempsey double underhook suplexes him, and they both reverse each other. Kid hits a half and half and gets a pinfall. They're all tied up, so the next decision wins it. Round 5 starts, and Kid hits a fisherman for 2. Kid then kicks him in the tits and pins him for 2. Kid puts on an armbar, and then turns it into a triangle. Charlie tries to pin him, but instead decides to deadlift him up into a powerbomb. He gets a 2 count off this. Kid puts in a sleeper hold, then releases it and hits a spinning kick. A Kid rocks him with a kick, and then pins him for 2. Kid blasts him with a DDT off the top ropes, but the round ends before he can win it. Final round begins, and Kid hits a running dropkick and a half and half. Kid launches him with a release German, but Dempsey grabs his towel, and he pulls brass knuckles out from it. He tosses the brass knucks at Kid, and the ref sees Kid has them, so he takes them off of him. And then Dempsey punches him while the ref gets rid of the knucks, and Dempsey then suplexes him for the win. So a dirty finish. Charlie Dempsey yet again picks up the win over A Kid. We're still in that weird situation where A Kid is sort of doing both NXT UK and NXT 2.0. So I was surprised this wasn't like a loser leaves NXT match or anything like that, but. It's probably not over either. 
it was uh, a slow build for the match and when you have the breaks in there like that it it does kind of break things up to a detriment i think sometimes but all in all it was a heritage cup rules match charlie dempsey is a, a really good worker and a kid is fantastic so all in all that was a pretty good episode of nxt uk there are still things that I'm looking forward to more that are coming up. Um, you know, uh, Amel kind of finishing off her thing. The Mako Satomura versus Ivy Nile should be interesting. I'm going to assume that Mako retains because Ivy's not winning that belt and bringing it back to America. But yeah, I think it'll still be uh, really interesting. And of course, the tag team title match coming up, uh, I believe, next week. We'll see. So, thank you for listening in on this one, and uh, I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.